we are in a climate crisis and the fact that people higher up are willing to start something to help, I feel like that makes people more inclined to follow in that footsteps. Like when you see houses that are being built with better resources, like more renewable resources, or you see people carpooling, or you see people buying less cars and going on public transport, people changing stuff in their houses and switching to better options. Like just building a sustainable community and encouraging people, I think that's a good way to spread it. That's, why, that's probably my favorite one on the list. Hello and welcome to Green Dragon, a monthly show where we talk about green initiatives in Maryland and Howard County, ongoing sustainability efforts at Howard Community College, and ideas and ways you, for you to be more sustainable at home. I'm Bob Marietta, HCC's Environmental Health and Safety Supervisor, and I thank you for being with me today. Today, my guest is Leah Apera, the uh, president of Howard Community College's Student Environmental Club. So uh, we're pleased to have you with us today. Leah, why did you decide to focus on the sustainability part of environmental science? I've always loved nature and stuff like that, but sustainability in general is because prevention is better than cure. That's what I like to say. That's what I tell everyone. It's like, if you have a flu, you're not going to wait till you have a flu before you know go out and get medicine. That's why you have flu shots and whatnot. So when stuff is already going bad with the environment, we already see it happening. It's always better to just like find solutions to prevent more like damage than wait for all the damage to happen and then find like a solution for the damage. So I think sustainability is kind of like a prevention, a way to work like against what's already happening and stuff like that. That's a great way to think about it. I'm going to steal some of that for some of my talks. Now, Leah, many people assume that sustainability is only about environmental science. What else do you think they should be aware of? It's not just a science thing. The sustainability aspect of environmental science can play into anything if you think about it, like into medicine, into architecture, into business. Even people who work in like different parts of the world or have different majors, they always think, oh, I'm not a science major, or I don't know too much of the environment, so I don't think I can help. But little do people know, like whatever you are doing at the moment, you can always have some type of sustainable way to improve it. You can always make it better. Like the architecture, for example, if you use different supplies, that's more sustainable. Sustainable. If you use different methods, that's more sustainable. Or medicine, the way you get products for those medicines, like the things they use for those medicines, like you know how they get them, you can make them more sustainable. Like using less, you know, they use crude oil and all that stuff to get minerals from the earth. There's always a way to make things more sustainable. You don't have to be in environmental science or any type of science to be sustainable. Good, good said. The college's Green Committee is nowadays focusing on the United Nations 17 Goals for Sustainable Development. Can you tell us a little bit about these goals? I think that these goals are things that we're working towards as a society to achieve, and they're things that can help the environment in a way because first on the list is poverty, for example. People in poverty usually 
they're poor, they don't have enough money. So if you go to a grocery store and you see a set of plastic plates that's like a dollar or something, and there's a more alternative option that's like $10, obviously because of a person in the poverty, they would obviously alternative for the cheaper option. So if we help people in poverty, they'll always have be more educated and, you know, go for the better option. There's the fight for zero hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, which is key right now because the reason most of us don't know about climate change and all that, all that stuff is because people aren't educated on that stuff. So if you are educated in general, some of that stuff is going to leak into it. So, yeah, and, you know, gender equality, clean water, affordable clean energy, decent work, and reduced inequality, sustainable cities, all that stuff is things that we should work towards as a community, as a nation, as a as a world. You know, that's why I think that the 17 things that the um, 90 Nation have right now, I think it's great. And I think it would help us work towards a better society. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty comprehensive list of things we need to work on. So I appreciate your take on them. As you look towards your future career, how do you and other college students react when you see all of the areas in the nations across the world that we need to focus on? What do you think? It's a lot, honestly. It's a lot, especially for our generation. I feel like most of the stuff is like, we're the ones dealing with it. We didn't start it, but you know, we have to be the ones to, um, we're the older generation right now. So not older, but like the younger, older generation. But so we're kind of in charge and we have to make things a lot more easier for the people that are going to come after us. So it is a lot because as of right now, a lot of natural disasters are like starting to occur more often and stuff like that, like in India with the floods and all that stuff. So it's a lot of pressure. And I think a lot of people's reactions right now, they're not taking it as seriously as we would want them to. People see it online and they're like, oh my God, uh, I feel bad for them. There's floods. But eventually it's going to bite all of us in the back. Like we're in November and it's like almost 70 degrees. Like it's going to happen all over. So I think that so far, some of our students' generation, they're handling it pretty decently. Yeah, I've got a lot of faith in people like you and the students I see here on campus. I think we're in good hands. What interests you personally the most in all of these parts of sustainability? Have you got one of the 17 that's your favorite? I would say sustainable cities and communities. That's uh, probably my favorite one on the list, number 11. The reason why I chose that, because like I've heard of the line that's happening somewhere in an Arab country. I think it's Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure. But there's a recent construction for a line that's going to be done in like 20, 2040 something. And it's just basically a line. I don't know, but it's supposed to be like a zero waste. It's for living, of course, for people to live in there. So zero waste, I believe it's uh, all renewable energy, like no carbon footprints. Apparent. That's what that's what their goal is, at least. So I think like when people see stuff like that, it helps them realize like we are in a climate crisis. And the fact that people higher up are willing to start something to help, I feel like that makes people more inclined to follow in their footsteps. Like when you see houses that are being built with better resources, like more renewable resources, or you see people carpooling, or you see people buying 
less cars and going on public transport, people changing stuff in their houses and switching to better options, like just building a sustainable community and encouraging people. I think that's a good way to spread it. That's why that's probably my favorite one on the list. Yeah, I can see where you're starting to figure out where your career is going to be. Can you tell me about a sustainability project that you have personally worked on lately? I would say probably stuff with the club. Like we wanted to do personally on my own. I have on my social media, I have a link tree I created earlier this year or around last year. It's a link tree. If people click on it, I have a good amount of research. I'm still working on it to add more stuff on there. But people click on it. There's ways for you to educate yourself about climate change, climate crisis, sustainabilities. And I know now with people my age, they just want the easy way out. So I put a couple of links for things that is like an alternative, like a direct alternative. Like instead of buying a water bottle, like a plastic bottle, I mean, buy a water bottle you can fill up every morning. Or instead of buying a plastic fork or spoon, just buy some metal stainless steel or you buy um, a wooden one or something. So that's one thing that I worked on. And that's just for like my everyday life because like anyone who goes on my social media will just see that. But personally, I'm just trying more to... Because you know you can't you have to practice what you preach basically, so it's not pretty it's not that easy growing up in a Nigerian household, but it's something I'm trying to work on and also with the club like with the whole um plastic bracelets most of those plastic bracelets that we use for the club were mostly for my house I just my mom keeps a whole bunch of them I just grabbed them and brought them to school and yeah just stuff like that just little things nothing major. How do you think growing up in Nigeria has influenced your choice of your future career? It influenced it a lot because when I grew up there, I, like I said, I've always been interested in nature. Before, I wanted to go towards more like conservation, like animal-wise. Like I used to love like Nat Geo Wild and stuff when I was little. So I grew up watching those things. But in that country, you wouldn't go out and tell anyone, like, my major is environmental science because it would not get you anywhere. I don't even think they, they might have, it, but the amount of people in those classes are probably zero, you know? So it's not a good path over there. But once I moved over here, I knew that it was something I had to pursue and I had to follow. So because I was given this opportunity of being put in this country, so why not? Under your leadership, the HCC Environmental Club is off to a good start this year. What type of students are participating with you this year? All types of students. To my surprise, we have a good amount of students that are probably never even recycled something before. They probably just threw something in the recycling bin, but don't even know what's like happening to it or something. We had a few discussions, like get to know, like we got to know each other during meetings and. A lot of people are like business majors or like nursing majors or just majors that have not that much to do with the environment, but they just wanted to be there because, you know, it seemed fun. We, we marketed the club as a fun thing. So I guess that's why they showed up. But yeah, we have all kinds of students there. And it's good to see that there are people who actually are interested, even if they don't want to like fully put themselves in there like 
they're still surface level, like engaged and just want to know like general knowledge about it. So how many members do you have this year? I think we have about probably 15, but active, active, maybe 10 active that come to the meetings and do the activities and stuff. What sort of things do you think they're interested in doing for sustainability while they're here at Howard Community College? One thing I notice is people like to do more things that lean towards creativity. So if we ask them to like write something, they'll probably lose interest. But when we had like the bracelet making, you know, in there we just played some music, had some cookies and everyone was chatting up, making bracelets and bonding and all that stuff. So I think people are, they really like that engaging. They like to do activities that would make them engage with the people around them. Or like when we went to the to the garden and stuff like that, they had fun talking to everyone and also seeing the result of what they did, I guess that's also something. Cause when we worked at the garden, everyone saw what they did and they loved it. Same with the braces. Some people took them home. Some people showed their friends, you know. So I guess that those kind of things that they like. As a club, have they set any sustainability goals or do you have any goals for the club to accomplish? Yeah, our goals were just to engage students, just to get more students interested in sustainability and the environment. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, you have to be a pro at it. You know, we just wanted to educate people. Even it doesn't matter how much we educate, like any little thing is, you know, it goes a long way. So we just want to let people know, like, we are in a climate crisis Everyone's trying to do something to help. The school is trying to do something to help. And this club is here to also let you know that you can do something to help. And, you know, any little thing you do, it counts. All of it counts. And just to also educate you on why you should help and ways that you can help. Recently, the college held its 15th annual Sustainability Day event. I know you and the club participated, but what did you think of the event? And what do you think we could do differently next year? The event was pretty, it was pretty nice. The fact that we were able to, us as a club were able to also participate in it. This year, it was kind of pretty slow, but I think maybe because of the timing of it. Like most of the people coming, it was just like a wave of people leaving class and like, you know, but I think part of it is just a lot of people, they didn't know a whole much about it. So people would come out and be like, oh, what is this? What's going on? And we had to tell them, oh, today's Sustainability Day. Some people didn't even know that there's such a thing as Sustainability Day. You know, we had to explain that to them, explain what it is and how it works, what we're doing. So, yeah, but this year's was good. I wasn't here for last year. I don't think I, so I can't, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I think we could definitely do more. Maybe like even involve the SGA, they can help us advertise it on their social media. Maybe we can involve other clubs in it for the next time. So even clubs that have nothing to do with environmental science, I always thought that that was a good idea just to get them in on it and see what they can contribute. And like, just to get the word out and the more widespread it is, the more people will engage. Those sound like great ideas. For those that don't know, sustainability comes six months after Earth Day, which is always on April 22nd. And in the past years, the Environmental Club has held a dumpster dive on the quad on Earth Day. Now, with Earth Day coming on a Saturday this year, 
Have you all made any plans for what you're going to do for this year's dumpster dive? Yes, we've talked about it. I let them know that we do have a, a dumpster dive on Earth Day. Some people were a bit shocked, you know, when you hear the word dumpster and diving right next to each other. They're like, oh, my God, what are we doing? I'm like, it's, it's, it's chill, you know. We're just sorting out some trash. It's not going to make you messy, you know. We're just going to help make it easier for the people that do the bigger work, you know. Like, that's basically it. Like, we're just sorting trash. And we, I did tell the whole club about it, and people did seem to want to engage. But because it's next year, I don't have any solid, like, um, volunteers. We just, you know, we just let people know about it. And we, I also let the club executives know about it. Something to look forward to. Every year, the college hosts Howard County's Earth Day celebration that's called Green Fest. And this year it will be on Tax Day, Saturday, April 15th. And the activities will be in the Science, Engineering, and Technology Building, SET, and in the parking lots. Do you think the club will want to participate in that? Yeah, of course I think the club um, would want to participate, especially because I was at the last one, and it was pretty crowded. You know, it was pretty fun. We had the animals and stuff like that. So I think if we tell people in a way that would make them interested, because we are dealing with teenagers and people in their early 20s, it's hard to grasp their attention sometimes. So I feel like if you, we like tell them in a nice way, like, this is what we're going to do. We have all these activities. You can buy plants. You can do this. They're going to be food trucks, especially the food that the food draws them in, I'm telling you. So we do all that stuff. People will engage if we just like lay it out to them in the right way and try to grab their attention. But as a club, we are planning on like making we're probably working with the SGA to maybe have a post out there for us and tell them the activities that's going to happen. And well, I know that the staff here at the college can earn what are called professional development credits by participating in things like Sustainability Day and Green Fest. And many faculty members already give their students extra credit for attending these events. But can you think of anything else we might do that would really interest the students in participating? The extra credits is a really good idea. People are, some people are pretty, they're struggling right now, especially with their grades, they can use some extra credit. But as a club, maybe having out gifts and stuff like that, that usually attracts people or just, there's really not much because I feel like if someone just isn't interested, they're just not going to show up, you know. So we just had to find a way to, grasp their interest, which is why I said, just lay out things that would seem to interest them, like the snacks, the food trucks, um, the plants, the animals, or just, you know, just kind of throw it at them, like, this is what is going to be there, and this is what we're going to have, this is what you can benefit from it, this is what you can learn. There are going to be tables with prizes, you're going to, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff you could do, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can gain, so that's a good way to try to get them to show up. Yeah, I think we'll follow through on those ideas. HCC has taken many steps to become more sustainable, like measuring our greenhouse gas footprint, recycling and composting. We've also got a goal to be climate neutral by 2050. If the college was to make any new commitments to be more sustainable, what do you think it should focus on? I think the college should focus on not just the college alone, but like the students, because 
most of the commitments that they have right now is to like kind of uphold their name but apart from the club and like people like you staff like you there's really nothing much that engages the students we have the recycling can in the cafe and we have the posters but sometimes i feel like it's not enough because people it takes a lot of effort to try to get people to convince people to do something they probably don't care about but i think that's something that the school needs to like implement as to their method is like just engaging the students more maybe having more activities that create knowledge about climate crisis if they have to talk to the sga or the student life that would be good because the student life knows how to reach the students so i think more student engagement is what hcc needs in terms of sustainability wonderful ideas well i think we have reached the end of our our show and thank you leah for joining me do you have any any last words of wisdom that you care to pass along I said pretty much all I can. You know, I just said prevention is better than cure. That's literally, that's it. That phrase works for pretty much anything. And now in the state that we are on this planet, you know, we need the prevention. We can't wait for things to get worse and then try to find a cure for it. So I oblige everyone. If you think there's anything you can do to help, even if it's the tiniest thing in your house, maybe turning off your tap when you're done brushing or turning off your light switches or you know taking the bus once in a while walking cycling get a bag so you don't have to use the walmart plastic bags or anything just know that any small action you do is a step forward there's never an action that's right that's a step backward no matter how tiny it is it's going to be a step forward so i just Hope to share that with everyone, like everyone, just do your best. You know, we all live on this planet. We're all residents of this earth. So we should do our best to take care of it as much as we can. Thank you, Leah, for joining me. And for all the work you and the Environmental Club do to help raise awareness about sustainability. Now, I'll be back next month with another guest and another sustainable topic. In the meantime, if you have any ideas or comments, you can connect with me at rmarietta at howardcc.edu. You can listen to this and all of our other episodes at dragondigitalradio.podbeam.com. And you can also catch us on HCC TV and Howard Community College's YouTube webpage. Don't forget to share, like, comment, and let others know to join us and help us take care of our world because every small step each of us takes can have a great impact when we walk together. Thank you all. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.